What is up, guys and girls? Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast. This is your host, Naomi, and I'm here to cover all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset. The aim of this podcast is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. It is also a place where I talk openly about things that most people just don't want to discuss, like mental health and motivation, just to name a couple. Plus, I'll be here to give you some little tips and tricks on how you can become a more evolved you. So let's get started. Today, I'm interviewing Sammy Rose Fitness. She is an online coach and a positive influencer on social media. This is going to be part one of two of our little chat because I found that we just covered so many topics that I wanted to break this over two different interviews. So this is our first one, which is going to be covering body confidence, competing, and how to sort of love yourself with where you are today. And I guess a little bit of like body positivity. Now she describes herself perfectly in this podcast. So I'm going to get started. Now, Sammy, what do you do for a job? Tell me a little bit more about you and what do you, what do you do for work? Um, I am an online health and fitness coach. So I specifically work with women on sustainable ways to achieve fat loss, muscle gain, all that good stuff, um, in a really balanced way. So that's definitely my vibe um more so than other people that focus on you know comp prep and shredding and all of that I like to teach really healthy habits for my clients and things that they can stick with forever for a healthy and happy life okay you literally just nailed that I don't think I can possibly like say it any better than that right now that was perfect so with today's podcast now I know you've done quite a lot in the past um if you do want to listen to any of Sammy's podcasts I'm sure they were just her previous journey uh, you can go on to her Instagram and it is on your highlights, I believe, in media. Yes, yes, I have a yep. media highlight, so there's a swipe up. So if you do want to listen to that, you're more than welcome to jump over to any of them. And I'm going to try and keep this a little bit different for you, but I feel that, I don't know, we just have such similar views on like mental health or coaching. So I sort of just wanted to chat a little bit more so my followers, I guess, can hear your story. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, just have a little convo. So we might split this into two, but it is going to be mainly competing and body confidence and like establishing like your self-worth. And then we'll try and do like a little bit of a business aspect because I love, love business. And uh, I don't know, I think social media is actually a really cool and powerful tool. So yeah, for sure. That's interesting. So anyway, um, a little bit about your background. Now you were a IFBB competitor. Yes. Would you mind telling everyone a little bit more about your background story and like why you why you wanted to compete and I guess where you are today? Yeah, um, I guess well my journey started probably more, gosh, what year are we in now? Twenty twenty, probably about eight years ago now. Yeah, wow. Um, where I found myself out of a relationship that was really toxic for me, and I'd gained a lot of weight in that relationship, um, and I was the heaviest weight that I had been, and just really unfit, unhealthy, like not looking after myself. Um, so that's kind of where my weight loss journey and fitness journey begun. Um, just because, you know, I was single, I wanted to start feeling better about myself, get more confident. So I joined a gym. Um, I mean, I'd been to a gym before that anyway, but I sort of got a bit more serious, got a PT, started learning uh, more about weight training and just getting more active. So I just really slowly started changing my habits and lost probably 10 to 12 kilos over sort of a year, maybe. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, which was really big for me. That was quite a lot of weight loss to achieve, like basically on my own too. Um, But I got to a point where I felt like my habits were really healthy and my routine was like pretty good, but I just wanted something to push me a little further. Yeah, like towards... take that extra step. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just wanted to see what I was capable of. Cause I'd kind of sat, I'd lost 
a chunk of weight and I'd sat there for a couple of years and felt really good about things. Like I was not in a bad place, but I just, um, was like recently exposed to competing around that time through like a friend of a friend yeah. um, and went to a show and was like, this is so cool. All these people on stage have yeah. like abs and they look so happy and confident. Uh. <laughs> and, I mean, little did I really know the whole story, I but did, yeah. yeah, it looked really cool and really exciting. And I was like, you know what, this is like an awesome way to just like push me a bit further and get this like epic body and, you yeah. know. Were you in the, sorry, were you in the um, industry then or working as a... No, not at that point. Um, I started working with a coach, when did I start? I think the end of 2013 or maybe it was like early 2014. Um, And that was around the same time that I started my PT course. Yeah. And when I initially started, I didn't really know if I was going to use it. I didn't think I was going to be a PT. I just kind of wanted it as more like a side hustle. I was really into boot camps at the time as well. So I was like, no, I'm just going to teach some boot camps. Oh my God, I remember your boot camps. That's so Oh, really? Yeah. And my mom was an aerobics instructor back in the day. So I was like, I just want to do like group fitness like my mom. (laughs) So I'd kind of like, that was my original intention to um, start my PT course. And then I got stuck into that as I was... Um, working towards my first show, yeah. which I think I prepped for probably six to eight months. Yeah, well, all up. Not the entire time in a diet, yeah. but just, you know, I'd worked with my coach for a while. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I did my first show and I loved it and I was kind of hooked. So I did a few like smaller shows initially and then I switched over to the IFBB. Yeah. Uh, when did I start that? I think 2016, early 2016 yeah. was my first show. Um, so all up over a period of about two, two and a half years, I did nine shows, yeah, wow. which was pretty much back to back. Yeah. That's a- there was almost no break. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot in a short period of time. Yeah. So I was basically just like living in a calorie deficit for two years with like tiny little breaks here and there. So yeah. it was exhausting and it was not a lot yeah. of life, but um, it did teach me a lot of lessons mm. and probably more so what not to do. Yeah. That's actually a few of my questions. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, yeah, I hit a point where I knew that I couldn't just keep doing it forever and that my life was not going anywhere and everything was kind of going into competing and I couldn't be social and I couldn't, you know, couldn't grow my business anymore because I just didn't have the time or energy. So I decided to stop competing. That was, I think, early 2017 after the Arnold Classic. Yeah. Um, And yeah, then I kind of went through a period of adjustment physically, gaining quite a lot of weight actually in a short space of time, probably about 15 kilos in like four or so months yeah. post-show just because all of a sudden I had this like had, yeah. freedom to eat whatever I wanted and not have a show looming yeah. um, and that was really tough and not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and since then I've just kind of, I mean, I haven't really lost much of that weight to be honest and I've found that this is just my natural weight that I yeah, guess my body feels so best. Yeah, you've changed so much like physically over the years anyway. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, the weight that I'm at now is probably – maybe a kilo or two heavier than the weight I started at before I even competed. Yeah. Um, Which is your normal, like. Exactly. Yeah. And I had maintained this weight pretty easily prior to competing. Yeah. And I thought I wanted to be leaner and I thought I wanted the abs yeah. and all of that. And I was like, oh, you know, like I'm still a little, like got a bit more body fat than I want. Um, and I never really thought I looked awful prior yeah. to competing, but I guess like going from then achieving this, like 
dream body of yeah. like abs and being shredded and people writing goals on my photos to then like bouncing back to where I am now. It was like definitely a mental adjustment as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I found that this is just where I'm really comfortable. I'm mm. like, yeah, I could look better, but I don't think I'd necessarily feel any yeah, better. Exactly. And yeah. If it's nice is... to have that balance and have that like a little bit of life as well. For sure. Yeah. I think this is just like my natural set point now where I can have a really good life and go on holidays and fluctuate a little and yeah. not be bothered by it. And I kind of always just fall back into this like roughly same kind of weight yeah. zone. So I'm just in a really good place. And focus on like other things in life. Yeah, exactly. Like business and stuff, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so you wanted to compete basically just to push yourself to that like little bit further yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. I think I definitely wanted to do the same. And like you said, um, you've learned so many lessons from that. That was actually a question I was going to ask you is what do you think you've learned like the most about yourself or about the industry from competing? Um, I think in terms of what I learned for myself, I definitely proved to myself like that I can commit to a goal and really achieve it. I guess that was sort of the hardest I've ever pushed myself physically. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to know that I've got that in me, but I also just don't have the energy to do that all the time. So yeah. it's kind of like a good goal to tick off in that way to go, okay, like how shredded can I get? And like, yeah. you were very lean. You were very I tiny. <laughs> was a bobblehead. <laughs> I don't think it was good now looking back on it. Um, but it was cool to have achieved, I guess, at the time and know yeah. that I can do it and that I can set out to achieve a goal and get there. But it's probably not something I would repeat again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess in terms of the industry or like what I learned in general about competing, it's that being shredded does not make you happier and people yeah. smiling on stage. It's just a fake smile and yeah. it does not necessarily mean that they're the happiest or yeah. healthiest or fittest. It's honestly like quite a low point physically by yeah. the time you get on stage. And yeah, like it's in a great achievement. And I think personally, if that's what you want to do as a goal and that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, like, I, I think it's great that I could have achieved that as well, but it's not really like the be all and end all which I've spoken about quite a few times on my yeah. potty. But um, where do you think your turning point was that you're like, you know what, I think this is this is time? Um, probably before my last season, my boyfriend yeah. at the time was getting really frustrated with like yeah. never being able to go on dates and yeah. not being able to take holidays because I was always prepping. And mm. I just like was not present in life because yeah. everything revolved around competing and dieting and when's my next show and yeah um, it definitely was very all-consuming and he just kind of sat me down and was like I don't know how much longer we will last yeah. if you keep competing um, and that was kind of a bit of a rude shock to me that I was like oh fuck like I didn't realize that this was having such an impact on the people around me yeah. and it made yeah, me definitely. really think about like my relationships even with my friends and mm. the time I was putting into my business and I just sort of it all just clicked at one point where I was like okay I can see now that I'm so consumed with competing and it's cool and it's like a short-term thing yeah. but for me I'd done it for two years straight and I was like I just need to be in a different season of life yeah. going forward where I'm actually present in my life yeah. with things other than just like dieting and training and yeah. all of that so um, I'd already kind of started prepping for that last season and I just had put it in my head that this was my last season and I wasn't sure if I would take a long break and come back yeah or if that was it I kind of didn't really know at the time um but I just knew that I needed a long break and that was probably at least my last one for the year yeah was that and Arnold's yeah that was yeah. Arnold's so I did three shows in that season I did the qualifiers in yeah. 
Queensland and then I did I flew to New Zealand to compete internationally which yeah. was really cool um and then the Arnold Classic and yeah that was the last time I ever got on stage I think I was at that show actually oh cool I went to Arnold's like it was like three years ago yeah, 2017. Yeah, that was the very first time I ever went to Melbourne. And oh. Then just after Arnold's, I had a job interview that weekend, and then I moved to Melbourne for two years. Oh, stop. Yeah, so random. Yeah. Um, we have a few mutual friends in Melbourne, actually. I'll, oh, I'll tell you about I'll that. I'll have to chat about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so finding balance and now, like, I have a, I had a couple of questions on Insta saying, like, how do you accept weight gain or, like, your body's, like, natural beauty? So you said that this is sort of where, like, you naturally sit. Um and I guess this is my comfortable point as well. So how did you sort of accept going back through that like reverse without beating yourself up? Um, look, I definitely was beating myself up initially. And I guess that's because the method of how I gained weight was not healthy. I definitely was struggling with binge eating and just not knowing how to eat like a normal person because I'd been in a calorie deficit for so long. Two years. <laughs> yeah. So it was really, really hard for me coming out of that show, not having anything to pull me back in line. Yeah. Um, so I would say probably the first six months out of competing was not healthy at all, yeah. mentally or physically. Yeah, like definitely. I just was all of a sudden, like I'd open the floodgates of just eating everything yeah. um, and trying to like relearn normal, like eating patterns. But from there, I can't hit a point where I was like, okay, I'm over this now. Like I can see that this is not good for me. I'm not in a good place physically or mentally. Yeah. Um, and I just really started working on myself and trying to appreciate the other things about myself that made me good. Yeah. Um, because, like internal factors. Yeah. And yeah. even just like, yeah, qualities about myself or mm. things that I was like adding to the world that had nothing to do with my body, because I guess I'd built not only a social media presence on competing, but also that's kind of what propelled my business too. Yeah. Um, and that was a really scary thought coming out of competing going, okay, like everyone knows me as this shredded person. Like who am I without this body? Like yeah. if people aren't commenting goals on my photos, am I not going to get clients? And, yeah. you know, it was yeah, a real fear of mine that everything was just going to go to shit. Yeah. So, um, when it didn't and when people were super supportive of I the fact that <laughs> yeah. like it was just really nice to have so many people stick by me and yeah. not I mean obviously with their eyeballs they saw me differently but as a person no one really saw me differently no one really treated me differently mm. my clients stuck by me I was still getting new inquiries because I was still putting good information out there yeah. and it kind of just made me really see myself for who I am and go, all right, you know, my body is one part of me and that's mm. cool that I had a great body, yeah. you know, a perceived good body for a period of time. But now I'm in a normal body, but I still have the brains that I had before. I still have the drive that I had okay, before. Yeah. I still treat other people the same way so I can impact them in the same yeah. way. And it just really, I mean, I was just blessed I guess that I had a social media following that didn't go to shit to prove to myself that I didn't yeah. need a good body for that yeah whereas obviously not everyone has that yeah definitely to kind of show themselves but it was just really nice for me to go oh like I thought I was going to lose all these followers and yeah. thought my business was going to go down the drain and when it didn't I was like fuck like maybe I'm actually okay as I am yeah, anyway and it's <laughs> yeah maybe it's not anything to do with my body so it's yeah. just like a really nice lesson to learn yeah um and just yeah change the direction of even like what you put out there. And I think it's so different, like promoting different avenues, like promoting body confidence and yep. body image. Like my business has boomed so much more since competing. Yeah. Like I think it just brings different clientele. Yeah. Um, 
And they're the ones that actually want to make like a difference with themselves. Well, they're the ones that I want to make a difference with. I don't want to have lean people come to me to get more lean just to get on stage. Like that does not really make me happy and it's not really teaching them anything for long-term health and happiness. It's just a short-term goal. Whereas people that come to me now that want to be more confident and genuinely Mm. want to be healthy and like, yeah, a lot of the time they still come to me for fat loss and that's fine. I'm not anti-fat loss, but I'm also let's appreciate where you are right now and let's do things in a slower but healthier way that is like enjoyable for you, that you're not sacrificing your life just to get there. Um, And I think it's definitely a more meaningful and more impactful way Mm. to tackle things. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that's why like, I love what you are as a coach as well. Cause like, that's very similar to my approach. It's like, let's just take time and appreciate where you are and like appreciate who you are as a person before we focus on this big overwhelming issue. And I guess like, I don't know, sort of taking that seat back yeah, and just making an actual difference to someone's mentality. Yeah, exactly. I want people to be healthy and happy, not just skinny. That's, yeah. That does nothing for you at the end of the day. Like if people want to lose weight, like that's totally fine. But if you think that losing weight is going to solve all your life problems and you're going to get there and you're going to be happy and you're going <laughs> to be confident, like you will have a rude awakening because yeah. I can assure you, like when I was – so lean like I was still self-conscious and I still doubted even more so yeah yeah I was like I think it was an added pressure then to keep that and to Mm. maintain that and to have people know me as like these headless ab shots and you know and it was almost like I lost myself and I just focused on my body whereas now I focus less on my body and more about the other things that make me great and the way I can help other people yeah influence people in a better way like that means way more to me yeah yeah definitely and I think like I said, I did a why I will never, like, why I may not compete again yeah. podcast. And I think, like, the fact that you can promote, like, positivity and self-love without that sport, mm-hmm. I think is a pretty powerful, like, thing. Yeah, and a reason sure. why not to get 10% body fat again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just not for me. No. Um, if you could tell your younger self one thing, what would it be? Oh gosh. Well, I guess like I've always been so unhappy with my body. Like even Mm. as a teenager, um, I always wanted to be leaner. I always like idolized those like thin girls in the magazines and like, you know, Tumblr came out and I was like, Oh my God, thin spo. And like, I just always wanted to be like, I know. And I always wanted to be like tiny and fit and wear those little Nike pro shorts. And that was just such a huge thing for me, even like as a young adult. And I guess I wasted a lot of time not appreciating where I was because I was always focusing on where I wanted to be yeah um so probably one thing I would say to my younger self is just like getting to your goal weight like won't make you happy and there are ways you can be happy with where you're at now yeah and like celebrate all the other things in your life instead of feeling so dissatisfied with everything just because you're not thin yeah if that makes sense like I just wasted too much time hating my body when I'm like I could have just skipped that whole season of life and just learn to love all the other parts of myself yeah definitely I love that is there anything like else that you've learned from your experience with competing or through your journey of social media and being a positive role model influence I guess oh um a lot a lot yeah I mean I've really like learned a lot about myself and like grown as a person I guess through this journey and as much as I'm like competing just was not for me, I also probably had to go through that journey, yeah. I guess, and gotten to that 
really low body fat and felt like I was still not confident to realize like, you know, being leaner is not actually going to make me happier. And then it wasn't until I kind of realized that, that I could accept a normal body again, I guess. Whereas had I not competed, I probably would have been stuck in that same mentality of like, I'll be happier when I'm thinner. And do you think that if someone listening to this and they are in prep and they're doing it to grow as a person or because they think that they will be happier, do you suggest that they obviously well, they'll continue their prep, but is there anything that you would suggest after or to keep in mind? Um, I guess just keep in mind that it is a short term goal and that it's completely like, I'm not anti competing. I just, yeah. I don't, it's not for me. Yeah. Um, and if people want to do it, that's fine. But firstly, no, you're not going to maintain your stage lean body. You can't, it's unhealthy and you yeah. shouldn't aim to, you should at least try and be, you know, a few kilos heavier than stage at the very least. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know that that was a thing when I started competing. I yeah. thought you got the six pack body and you kept it. I didn't realize how hard yeah. it was to maintain and that it was not actually a healthy body fat to begin with. Um, and also just, yeah, trying to be okay with gaining that weight afterwards and knowing yeah. that it's healthy too, and that, you know, your hormones need it and you yeah. can't stay that lean and that, your life is not going to end and no one's really going to give a shit if you're a little bit heavier because I think once you reach that peak of physical condition, you think everyone's going to expect so much of you and it's like this pressure that you put on yourself that you're like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm so fat if I gain one kilo and you know, you eat food the day after the show and you get a little puffy with water retention. You're like, oh my God, I don't have abs anymore. I look bad. And it's like, you're still so freaking lean. Like nobody cares (laughs) if you gain a few kilos or 10 kilos or 15 kilos like me. I mean, obviously it was noticeable with me, but no one gave a shit. I gained gained about that as well. Both times I competed. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's healthy either. Obviously somewhere in the middle probably would have been ideal. And I, if Mm. I had done a proper reverse diet, Mm. that would have been great. Um, But I just, where I was mentally, like I couldn't, continue tracking macros or planning my food. Like I had to just go cold Turkey to get out of it to fix my relationship with food. So that's just what I had to do and what I had to go through, but it's not something I recommend, obviously. (laughs) Obviously reverse dieting is a good, good idea to do in that aspect. Yeah. Cool. Well, like, is there anything else that you wanted to add based on like body confidence or self-love or self-worth? I know you preach about this a lot on your social media, um, but is there anything else you wanted to sort of add, I guess? Not really. I mean, I'm not an expert and I always feel really uncomfortable when people like see me as this body confidence person. Cause yeah. it's like, I'm not confident hundred percent of the time either. Yeah, um, you know, but it's just one of those like fake it till you make it situations as yeah. well. Sometimes you don't feel your best, but you just got to get out there and rock it anyway. And that's so important yeah. for your mindset to just go, you know what? I probably don't look any different than I did yesterday, but maybe I'm having a bit of an off day. Like mm. who cares? No one else knows yeah. that I weighed 200 grams heavier on the yeah. scales or, you know, <laughs> like just, I think to kind of step away from, yeah, worrying so much about what you weigh and how you look and just focusing on being a really good freaking person. Cause yeah. that's more important. And then, yeah, I think that'll obviously affect a lot more people in the world. And that's, well, that's my goal in life. So yeah, I'm sure you're very similar, but um, yeah, definitely. And I love that. Now I'm going to cut that right there. If you guys want to hear the rest of this podcast, you're going to have to wait to part two. Now this will hopefully be dropped within the next couple of days. And we are literally talking everything online coaching, how to be a successful online coach, a little bit of business. And I guess the roles of being like a social media influencer. So I cannot wait for you to hear the second part of this podcast. Look, to be honest, it is a big old vibe. So stay tuned guys. And if you are interested, 
make sure you subscribe so you do get notified when this is out. Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you. If you liked today's episode, please share it on your story and leave a five-star review on the Let's Be Real podcast. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions for me, topics you'd like to be covered or anything at all, please do not hesitate to contact me on Insta or email. Also, if you want to get to know me a little bit more, see the show notes below for my info. Otherwise, find me on the gram at Naomi underscore Z McKillop or at letsbereal.podcast. That is all for today, fam. Have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. And remember, become a more evolved you.